Welcome to another bonus episode of the Fitness Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Schlag. Today's episode is a walking buddy bonus episode for my 21-day step challenge, which is heading into week two tomorrow. Of course, you can listen if you're not doing the challenge. I just wanted to record some extra podcasts to help keep my step challenges entertained during all of their extra walks. Well, not during all of them. I'm only doing an extra one or two episodes per week. Now, I would swear I had already recorded an episode covering today's topic, but I mentioned it last week in the bonus episode I did then um, that I had a full episode on this topic. And when someone asked me like, hey, where is it? I can't find it. I couldn't find it either. So I don't know. Maybe I discussed it when I was a guest on someone else's podcast. I have a distinct memory of recording this topic. It's somewhere. But I'm going to record about it again today since it doesn't seem to be anywhere I can locate. Now, it surprises people when I tell them that I was not a vegetable eater until I was 43-ish years old. Crazy, right? Now, I've always loved creamed spinach. You know what creamed spinach is? Some people don't even know what that is. It's in the freezer section, one of those little boxes, and it's spinach, but more than spinach, it's like butter and cream. It's a saucy kind of vegetable, and it's at least equal parts sauce as it is <laughs> spinach, maybe even maybe even more. Um, besides creamed spinach, I would enjoy a bit of corn on the cob if it was really fresh, usually just in the summer. I didn't like most corn on the cob, just really fresh summer corn on the cob, and I would pretend to eat salad. <laughs> So if I was out with friends or at someone's house, I would put salad on my plate and like push it around um, without taking more than just a bite. And that's really it. That was the extent. That was the, uh, it was how much vegetables I would eat. If you haven't listened to last week's bonus episode called how I got into fitness, go listen to that one first. Short version of that. The boy we took in who became my first training partner and coach to help me lose weight and build muscle and just totally transform my body, called me out on not eating vegetables and basically told me to figure it out. And so I did. I went from being a person who would go months on end without so much as tasting a vegetable to being a person who eats vegetables at most of my meals. How'd I do that? And I want you to know this approach that I took doesn't just apply to learning to eat vegetables. This principle can apply, not just this principle, these principles can apply to making any change. Okay. So listen in, if you're a person who's like, I already eat vegetables, listen anyway. I bet there's something in your life. You're like, I want to do that, but I don't really want, like, I want to do it, but I don't want to do it. So how did I do it? How did I become a person who eats vegetables when I didn't like vegetables? The first one is the biggest one. And that is this. I just made a decision. I decided I was going to be a person who ate vegetables. There's so much power in those points of decision-making. I could have hemmed and hauled, but making a clear decision, I am doing this, was the catalyst for change. So what I want you to do is I want you to think, what change are you looking for right now? What's holding you back? What's missing? What change can you decide to make now? I decided I would eat vegetables. And once I decided, I realized I had no idea how I was going to do that, but I was going to do that. And the decision itself forced me to look at my options and start taking action. I am doing this. All right, what's my next step? Once I decided I would become a person who ate vegetables, here's the next thing I did. So the first thing you're going to do is make a decision. What is it you're going to do? Then look for the easiest wins possible. And this was a, as a tall order for me. 
I had 40 some odd years of not eating vegetables. So changing that, that would be a big wow. It would be huge. So I started thinking, okay, what is the easiest vegetables I could possibly eat? Um, I picked vegetables I hated the least. I would say for you, pick a change, pick a piece of the change you want to make that you like the most slash hate the least. So for me, that was spinach, right? So I was going to like, if I like it covered in sauce, maybe I'll just like it regular. Plain salad lettuce. I'd already had bites here and there. I knew I could stomach it. Not that I loved it, but I I wouldn't say like I hated it. And then corn. I was like, I'm just going to increase how much corn I eat. Those were my starting points. That was my barrier to entry. Now I could have forced myself to eat green beans or peas. That would have been a massive leap for me. I think they're disgusting to this day. Full disclosure, though I now happily eat dozens and dozens of varieties of vegetables, I still do not eat green beans and I still do not eat peas. So I started with this list of what would be the easiest. And then I brainstormed, okay, what what might make them more palatable? This is my go-to list. I found a dressing I enjoyed. That helped a lot. I like garlic and onions. Garlic and onions. So I started using those with vegetables. I bought a salad chopper that I can use to chop my salad into teeny tiny pieces because I find it exponentially tastier when it's small like that rather than having giant leaves in my mouth. So if you don't know what the salad chopper looks like, um, you'll see them out at restaurants a lot. It looks like a pizza cutter with two blades and it comes with a special gigantic bowl. And you put all the things you want in your salad in the bowl. Well, most of the things you don't want to put like avocado in there, it would turn to mush. And you don't want to put like, um, like tortilla strips in there. Cause they're just going to turn to crumbs, but all the vegetable type things, fruit type things, you throw it in there and you chop it up really tiny. This was a game changer for me. It really made my salads more palatable. I also like the taste of grilled food. And this was a big turning point for me to introduce other vegetable vegetables. Why am I saying so many weird words today? I started eating all my vegetables grilled and coated in garlic paste. So whatever the change you are looking to make, look for the easy wins. What's a way to make it more enjoyable? What is the most painless way to reach your goal? Start there, do those things first. So if you want to say, start getting out of bed earlier, instead of hitting that snooze button over and over, what is something you could imagine enjoying doing right after you got out of bed, or at least not hate doing right out of bed? Maybe sitting on your back patio or drinking a cup of coffee or reading five pages in a book you're really jazzed about. Pick one of those first instead of picking, I'm going to get up when the alarm goes off and I'm going to exercise. If exercise isn't something you love, if it's more of a, I do this because it's good for me and it helps me reach my kind my goal kind of thing, but you don't love it, don't pick exercise. On the flip side, if you're like, I love it, like I look forward to my morning lift. I just, I just wish I did it at, you know, seven instead of 1130. Cause I mess around in my bed all these hours, pick the thing that you're going to enjoy, make this palatable. Okay. So we're going to make a decision. We're going to look for easy wins. The next thing I did to start liking vegetable, I practiced. I didn't always love the vegetables I cooked. And that didn't mean I gave up. I would give myself more time to practice. If I'd had an all or nothing approach to this, what would I have likely done when I didn't like a vegetable? I would have had a screw it moment. Like, I'm not doing this. I'm messing this up. I didn't eat the zucchini at lunch. Well, I've ruined the day now, not eating vegetables at all my meals. So I guess that's that. This is like a 
just who I am kind of approach. This is, this is, who, this is me. I'm never going to change it. If I went into it like that, I would have given up. Go into your new change with the idea that it's all just practice and practice means what? Sometimes you're going to ace it and sometimes you're going to misstep and you just keep going. And I give this analogy a lot, but really think about if you were playing a musical instrument, like if you've ever taken instrument lessons or any kind of lesson, think of something you took a lesson to learn how to do. Like, would you expect yourself to do the thing without making any mishaps? Would you expect to play the piano and never hit a wrong note? Like you would never learn anything if the requirement was you had to play every note you ever played correctly. You would never learn any songs. It would be be incredibly laborious. Same thing here. Expect that practice means you're not always going to get it right. And then the final thing I did in my quest to become someone who liked vegetables was speak about vegetables very deliberately. I was careful about how I spoke about them and thought about them. There was none of this. I have to eat my vegetables because frankly, no one was making me do this. So I began talking about this and thinking about it in that way. It was my choice if I wanted to eat vegetables or not. I never said like, ugh, I have to eat vegetables with this meal. I have to figure out a way to eat, to, to prep vegetables right now. I'm choosing to eat this grilled zucchini. And there is no reason for this kind of internal rebellion. Like, no, I'm not because it was all me, baby. Like that was me. That was my choice. So consider how you think and speak about the change you want to make. Sub out anytime you notice yourself saying, I have to, for I'm choosing to. So instead of I have to X, I'm choosing to X. And that is it, my friend, that over and over and over again, years of doing that. And I went from creamed spinach and corn on the cob to dozens of vegetables. I not only eat these vegetables, but I can tell you, like, I look forward to them. Like I just went the past few months, I went store to store to store looking for delicata squash. Like I was stalking the delicata squash. I couldn't wait to get it and bring it home and roast it. I bought seven of them the other day when I finally found them. It was a rough year for finding delicata. I am stoked to eat the salads I prep now. Roasted Brussels sprouts. Yum. (coughs) Excuse me. Wow. It still surprises me that I eat roasted Brussels sprouts, but I do. At the same time, I have given myself full permission to never eat a pea, to never eat a green bean, and to never eat a lima bean. I find them truly detestable, like disgusting. And I don't need to like all vegetables to like vegetables. Define your parameters for success so that you can celebrate your wins and not always feel like you're coming up short. So if you want to be a person who walks every day, it's like you're, if you're one of the people on my walking challenge, my step challenge, and you're like, I'm doing this because I just don't move a lot. And I know, I know that if I moved more throughout my day, like I would have a better mood and it would be good for my waistline. And it literally helps keep me alive longer. But 10K, uh, that's a lot for me. Doing that forever, like I can do it for a couple of weeks for a challenge, but doing that forever feels like a lot. What would it be like for you to accept 8K a day as your parameter for success or 7,500? Does it have to be 10K? Give some thought as to what you'll define and accept as success. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. If you're doing the challenge, I hope you enjoyed your walk. 
If you aren't doing the challenge and you haven't been walking, be sure to make some time today to get up. Talk to you soon.